only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin i'm officer grant how you doing grant uh let me tell you it's a very very mad world let's give a quick, th- uh, quick thank you to our guest from last week nick lauer And let's give a warm welcome to a returning champion to Thought Cops. Once again, back on the show, we have Jake Flores. How the hell are you, Jake? Uh, Hey, it's great to be back and to compete (laughs) once again in the uh, halls of Thought Cops. (laughs) The hallowed halls. The the show should be a competition. We should have everybody rank their favorite person on the show. Of course, Grant and I would probably end up somewhere in the middle to lower end of the rankings, but who's first? Who's going to win? It's up to the fans to decide. Let's find out. But until we get to that, Jake, (laughs) you are a comedian in New York City as well as a podcaster. Have you been doing any of these outdoor shows during all this madness? No, I, uh, you know, I I have the podcasts to like kind of... A, make money off of and B, like use as an outlet. So I have not really done stand up outside. I'm not opposed to it ideologically. I do think the first people that did it were assholes. But now that we know it's kind of safe, then yeah, go ahead and do a show on a roof or whatever. Uh, But I've been, you know, I've been taking a gap year from comedy. I'm on a temporary hiatus from actually performing stand up outside of like Zoom and shit. Yeah. I mean, now is the time to do it. You know, yeah. you know uh, I uh, yeah, I haven't obviously done it in a while either. And uh, yeah, I don't even know where outside shows are happening. I know they're happening around Chicago. I haven't sought them out. And yeah, like you said, we have the podcast. We got we're, we're staying plenty busy in the meantime. So I feel like until we can get into a nasty, dirty bar again we'll wait i think yeah i mean to me anything short of being in a nasty disgusting bar crammed to your elbows with people is just methadone and so i don't need it but i totally think it's fine that people are doing it i've gone to some of the shows and i've hung out and it's been a pretty good time but i'm ultimately kind of ideologically against it because it doesn't even seem like people are writing like material about what is happening right now which is the craziest (laughs) like shit on earth you should absolutely be writing about this but people are just doing their old material and to me it really is laying bare like how much of uh, an addiction stand-up is that yeah 
you got people yeah, I can see that. like weathering this like apocalypse and they're just like doing material <laughs> from like three years ago and you go what this what why like this is absurd at this point everyone knows you're talking about like you pimp my ride or something that's like not <laughs> from this time and it's like material that's like eight months old it's like not relatable anymore right yeah i think it would be cool if people would you know kind of write about new stuff but i don't say it's not happening but it's not happening enough i would say like on some sense it is somewhat refreshing because i was talking to a friend last night where it's like at least 80% of the conversations we have are so focused around the virus. We're thinking about the virus. We're talking about the virus. We're talking about our family members and the virus, our job related to the virus, our relationships and the virus. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to talk about like, oh, pit my Ryan, that's crazy. This guy's putting a car and a house and a tugboat. What the hell is going on? I'm okay with that. I, old material is fine by me. <laughs> there's, I, there's a little bit of escapism with it. Yeah, but I mean... I don't I don't even know like with the how fast the news cycle sort of moves and stuff like that it it just feels like you can't even fucking keep up and it's like if you were to write a joke about the the fucking fly on Mike Pence's head it's like we're we're already done with that we don't even yeah. need to talk about it No I don't think that you should write topical material or unless you're just going to be like a riff guy or whatever but like you could write about what it is like to live in the new reality just the general there are things that are consistent day to day and they kind of have been, even if the the thing that's consistent is a wild inconsistency or something. Not to get all right. fucking philosophical. I don't know. Maybe I'm an old man. Maybe I'm a crank and I open, open my soapbox. But I just think if you're going to risk both your life and other people's lives to like tell a you know, fucking dick joke you came up with, it should be like kind of good. And right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you want to make it really count. I mean, if we're going to be risking our lives. Might be the last thing you ever say. Yeah. Do you want the last thing you ever say to be like your contest set that you don't like doing anymore? Ah, come up with some new shit. Uh, speaking of new shit, though, Jake, uh, you have been, uh, like you said, podcasting in the interim or just in general. Uh, we've had you on before. You talked about uh, Pod Dem America, which we actually had your uh, one of your co-hosts on recently, Alex Patak. And since we talked to you last time, you've also been working on a new podcast from what I understand. Why you mad? Yeah, I have a side project now. And much like the side projects of the music world, it's I like it uh, more than my other thing. And also <laughs> no one listens to it. It's my passion project. It's a way smaller, but I enjoy it. I'm just kidding. I like all my shows. Don't get offended. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> if Anders and Alex are listening. But uh, no, I mean, why mad? It's just basically me and my friend Louisa, who we both kind of have a similar outlook on comedy being that, uh, you know, we're we're day job people. We don't give a shit about the actual careerist nature of it. And we're both, you know, left theory people and art history mm -hmm. people and stuff. And, uh, you know, I just have a kind of a different background. So me and me and Louisa would just get into really interesting conversations. At least we thought about, you know, the goings on of comedy and, uh, and pop culture and stuff. And we started recording it and, uh, I, I enjoy the show very much. And I think that, uh, if that sounds at all, interesting to people they should check it out if not totally yeah. understandable i will fuck off <laughs> <laughs> the choice is yours uh, which way choices, western man yeah. <laughs> hell yeah uh speaking of uh choices though we uh we got a little bit of show news of our own because it's a choice for me to bring this up 
I'm going to say this one more time. Uh, we got a new video on our YouTube channel. Grant and I went to the Meme Museum here in Chicago and filmed a little video, a little expose. Uh, the Meme Museum is a limited time uh, installation. So if you missed it, check out our YouTube. Uh, just search for us on YouTube, Thought Cops. We got all the episodes up as well. We're putting up a lot of old clips and Twitch stuff too. So uh, subscribe to us because we're trying to we're trying to pump up our YouTube presence however we can. Right. Trying to trying to hit that uh that five hundred subscriber mark. <laughs> oh baby, that's when they have uh, to start paying you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's I think uh, we're gonna be making like the uh, Paul brothers money. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope so. I'm gonna start. Uh, I don't know whatever whatever the fuck they did, making fun of people who suicided or whatever. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, that'll be my. I, I'm gonna buy a bird. <laughs> get a big painting of my bird. Is that a, a sociopath? Is nice. that a thing that happened? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's got a fucking parakeet or something. Is he really? I haven't kept up. I I the only thing I remember about them is that like during Bernie Sanders shit this time around, they were like they were they were they were like those weird kind of dumb guys that you you would see kind of getting it like when right. when, uh, mm-hmm. when Kanye's online at four AM and he's like, wait a minute, unions, and you're like, holy shit, they're figuring it out. <laughs> That's the last thing I remember is them kind of being like woke on socialist stuff and then probably disappearing into, you know, back into whatever the fuck they normally do. Right. I mean, again, like they probably have the memory of a parakeet. So it's it's hard to say if it's stuck, but God oh, willing. That's why they identify with the birds. <laughs> the Paul- I, I'm telling you, there's something there, man. It's weird. The Paul brothers were the original Da Vinci guys, but unironically. <laughs> that is a very good point. Yeah. Uh, some other show news. I I ordered a new computer. I my uh, my quest for a laptop and not a desktop that I can build myself has finally ended. And I, I hope that that uh, fucking helps one the quality of the show and two some of the streams that we've been doing been doing over on uh, Twitch TV slash Thought Cops. Uh, it'll help me with the setup and stuff like that. So it might not make me uh, a a better talker. But it, it'll at least hopefully fucking update the quality of some of the shit that we've been working on, you know? It's well, important. Grant, you actually, you sent me the link to that. And I did see in the fine print, there was a, a bullet point. It said, we'll make you a better talker if you use this computer. Oh, God, I hope so. so. Less hedging. Nice. Anyway, uh, let's move right along to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show. <clears throat> of course, of course, I'm talking about two minutes of hate. We talk about all this annoying crap that we see on the internet every single day. All this stuff that drives us crazy, but we just cannot get off our phones. So my two minutes of hate this week is yet again another flavor of the week bullshit thing that people keep saying. How it started versus how it's going. Basically, all I do every day on the or every week on the show is uh, shit on whatever I saw in the past three days that I've seen like a meme format that has been just dragged through the mud. That's just basically this entire segment though. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole show and that's why people listen. They're like, Oh, I don't go online so much. So I like to know, I like to put these guys through hell to find out what it's like. So this is how it started versus how it's going. Uh, this started off with like somebody like posted a screenshot of like uh, like a couple like how like oh somebody like DM them and now they're dating and it's a picture of them they're married or something and uh, everybody everybody uh, of course on Twitter is a comedian so they you know they do their own like how it started versus how it's going and it's obviously it's a uh, 
it's a uh, a twist of fate and it's something bad in the beginning and it's something bad at the end and you're like oh didn't see that coming pretty Amazing. funny that is funny oh there's like a post like a second phase of this meme i i only saw people doing the cute like i'm in a relationship part of it but it makes sense that yeah. there would then be like joke versions of this yeah I mean, this is just like a continuation of an ongoing, repeating meme cycle that started with like me at the beginning of 2016, me at the end, shit like that. Yeah. It's all just the same. It's just, you know, time's a flat circle, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's what we learned out here and like doing thought cops for so long is it's like you just you you just like see the matrix coding and everything. You're just like. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, 2020 is a reboot of a very successful year, 2016, which got a lot of uh, engagement online, people talking, people being angry, using their phones more. It's like every uh, now, four years, there's a paradigm shift for some reason. I, I wonder why. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Maybe a good, like a comment on this, like a post version of this meme would be how it started, how it's going, and they're both pictures of the Matthew McConaughey character describing how time is a flat circle. There you go. Or like two Dr. Manhattans to make a (laughs) statement about how time does not exist. Or maybe I'm just doing the thing that you're complaining about. Uh, That's how you you end it, though. You have to beat them at their own game, I'm telling you. Yeah, indeed. And I think that's actually a very fitting punishment is just... uh, Time loops back around. You're you're doing what you can. You're memeing your way through 2020, trying to survive. And before you know it, you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm in 2016 again. Can't wait to ride the hell train again. Yeah, it really, it do, fe- it do be like that. It does feel like we're in um, one of those Groundhog's Day type situations, you know? And I want to say like, oh, you know, maybe once administration changes, once there's some kind of significant change. We will get out of it, but I just, I just don't know anymore. I, th- I think the problem is social media. I mean, it's, it's become like engineered to be so much more addictive, and I, I think it's keeping us in this stasis, in this loop, where we're just coping by using all these phrases and stuff. And it, like you said, yeah, it's the same thing of uh, how it started versus how it's going. People also do the same thing of like beginning of 2020 versus end of 2020, which I'm sure I've bitched about on the show before. So right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're I mean, social media is definitely part of the, the the thing that if we were in like a Russian doll type story, we would have to figure out that this is a problem that's keeping us in the time stuck thing. And like, mm-hmm. um, I also think politically, like, you know, we there were all these conspiracy theories over the summer about how like this, the FBI was doing COINTELPRO stuff by handing out fireworks. And like, that's a you know, a fanciful idea. It may be true. Maybe it may not be, but I would be much less surprised to find out that the FBI is just coming up with memes all day. And one of them is controlling like Amy Teresa's Twitter account and stuff. And it's all in service of just keeping us insane and occupied with staring at screens. It works. Well, I mean, that's who it is. It's going to be like, uh, God, who is, uh, who's in charge of the FBI now? Amy Teresa. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, give her the uh, give her the password to Tig Notaro's Twitter account. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Yeah. Have you all uh, have Jake, y'all been watching uh, season two of The Boys yet? Not yet, not yet. I'm oh, still on season one. I'm late to the party, but it's a very good show. Okay, that's yeah, that's uh, what you're talking about. Sound like the the meme manufacturing uh, sounds like a big 
a big plot point of season two. I I'll, I'll I gotta, I gotta get on that. That yeah. show's good as hell. It yeah, is. That's great. Uh, but Jake, what was your uh, two minutes of hate this week? What do you want to get off your chest? All right. I uh, I wrote a few down. Um, here's some memes that I don't like. I don't like when uh, <laughs> political people say like the Green New Deal is good and then they say pass it on. That's a meme that came up <laughs> a while back. It's, that's what babies say in like elementary school. It's not a good adult yes. sentence. So pass it on. That sucks. Yeah. Um, the other one was like the, the such and such is the friends we made along the way. That one sucks. I don't like it. I don't yeah. understand how it made it into like the that's not a grade A meme. That's grade D or C. I don't understand how it made it into what the cool kids sense of humor is, which is what, you know, a lot of these things are supposed to be. It's uh, it's no, it sucks. I'm not your friend. I'm not <laughs> friends with that meme. Um, I, uh, I'm a, a bicyclist. I ride a bike a lot and uh, I hate people that stand in the bike lane while I'm biking, which is a big thing in New York. And I also, my other thing is, uh, people that ride bicycles while I'm standing in the bike lane. That there is <laughs> a little slice of life, guys. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> uh, it, it's, I'm telling you, I do be like that. Uh, Dilbert, Dilbert text in the chat says the real Green New Deal was the friends we made along the way. Well, I'm sure he would. How does that make you feel? Uh, I hate it, but I also think that they would probably enjoy what I'm doing here with these bike uh sentences because uh that is very much a dilbert style joke or like a far side style um you know slice of life i guess i am angry when i'm on the bike and then when i'm off of it i'm angry at the bike wow isn't life crazy yeah i do have to say as as a fellow bicycler um i i also like I hate other people on bicycles. I just look at everybody and I'm like, you're doing something wrong. I'm doing everything right. And whatever you're doing, blowing through intersections, not stopping at red lights, all this shit, you know, uh, passing people in intersections and then bicycling slow. So I have to pass you and then you just blow. B- I, I'll, everything you're doing wrong, but everything I do is correct. I, I blew through that red light because it was the correct thing to do. I feel the same way, and I think you and I are probably the only people that are good at riding a bicycle. <laughs> it's probably it's true, yeah. Probably what's really going on there. Uh, next thing, cords that get stuck on shit. Hate it. Oh! God, can't deal with it. I uh, used to wear earbuds with cords. They would get stuck on like a like a door handle, jerk your oh, head that's around. The worst. Can't do it. Um, I yeah, I fucking I've like destroyed like pockets from that. Like I'll just like have my earbuds like get caught in a doorknob and it just like rips my pocket in half. I'm like, well, can't wear these pants anymore. Yeah, it's so jarring. Um, here's another one: black pill, red pill, grill pill. Everyone's pilled. Uh, mm. This is my old man stand up bit. Every no, bill pill. What what's next? Pill pill. Come on, too many pills. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't know. Come on, we get, this concept's been beaten into the ground. They're always bad. There's never a pill that means something good, you know? I'm tired of it. I I did invent the sincere pill, which is, of course, uh, when... You you get you get pilled so hard from using the internet that you have to be a real person. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's the the suffix pill at this point. I, I there's like I don't think anyone's using it. Well, at least they shouldn't be using it uh, as anything other but and other than ironic anymore. 
<laughs> but even still, like irony gets tiring as well. So yeah, and my last one is just Cuomo. I, I live in New York, and he's pretty bad. Yeah, man. How's the uh, how's the lockdown over there? You guys like what phase are you in? Phase four over there? Uh, <laughs> are we in Pete Buttigieg phase four? I don't remember <laughs> because, um, I mean, I don't know what the phases even mean in terms of like how our lives are supposed to be going because we've pretty much disconnected from what they tell us to do, and now society is you know kind of back to normal. Everyone's still kind of everyone kind of mills about and goes about their day. There just aren't these big, massive, you know, inside yeah. things. We what, what's happening. The reason I hate Cuomo is uh, I'm a, a bar person. And, um, he, you know, for the first part of New York, lockdown was kind of great after things sort of reopened because you could uh, serve drinks out of like a window and everyone was just hanging out in the street and it was like this big like European style like New Orleans thing and uh, Cuomo decided that that was ruining the character of the city so he mandated like he just keeps bringing down all these rules like you have to serve hot food with a drink so now if you drink somewhere you have, they just have to give you like a, like a fucking sandwich with every drink and then he changed it to where you have to sit down you're allowed to go inside now i think you're not allowed to go inside again because like the spike went up or something i don't know what i've been doing is just using the gas station as a bar and continuing to drink outside as if there's a party going on that is not happening around me anymore Man, that, so you, you laid it all out, man. You gave us a you gave us a big sampler platter of uh, how much being online sucks. So if you could like succinctly punish all of that into one, just one powerful attack, what would you what would you do? Uh, if I could synthesize all of my two minutes of hate topics into one kamehameha, I guess um, it would be. Um, Hey, Governor Cuomo, get out of my way. I'm biking with my friends along the way to destroy the pill pill meme. Pass it on, bitch. Very well done. I think that just about, ra- you know, just hit. Uh, all I want to say is uh, send tweet. <laughs> Type that all out. Send tweet. I didn't mean it's to, much funnier. It's much funnier if you add that at the end of it. I didn't all mean right. to eat up the segment. You guys wrote a lot of no, stuff. No, no, no. You're good, man. We uh, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of news to get out there, man. People, the people need to know. It's all just content, you know. What what is this? This is just content. Um, I I had a specific idea for the uh for the pass it on meme, which is uh if we're gonna play like kindergarten level games with pass it on uh. I think we should bring back the telephone game and just start spelling things wrong. So if someone's like, hey, uh, Green New Deal is good, pass it on, like misspell it, say uh, uh, Blue New Deal is okay, (laughs) pass it on and just see how far that takes it until we all get tired of that, too. Yeah. What do you think of that, Dilbert? The guy who (laughs) chimed in (laughs) earlier about the Green New Deal (laughs) He says it's all right. All right. Well, that's good. That is great. Uh, Grant, what do you got for us this week? Um, I noticed this uh, maybe a couple. Of, hold on. I'm going to wait for the fucking siren to go by before I. <laughs> I know it's a feature and not a bug, but uh, it, it gets in my head and I can't fucking hear what I'm saying. Um, 
yeah, my, my two minutes of hate this week, I noticed this a couple weeks ago, um, and I meant to bring it up, and I don't think that I did, but if I did, uh, tell me, and I'll say something else, but, uh, I've noticed this tendency that I have on Twitter, where it's, I'm, I'm doom scrolling, and I'm looking through all the different tweets, and there'll be something that I think is funny, and I'll, I'll like the tweet, you know, I'll do the little, the little heart button, and, um... But then I'll I'll look at the person's profile and I'll just be like, wait, but do I like the person that's tweeting this? So I'll go on their profile and I'll I'll do like a, a scroll thing to be like, is this person like a, a, a bad person? Are they this way politically? What are they this way politically or are they this way politically? Like what what are they retweeting? What are they saying? What what's in their bio? And it's just like. At a certain point, I do feel like it gets to be a little bit too involved of a process that I'm so worried about, like, how I'm coming off and how I'm interacting with a lot of these people that I'm I'm digging into people's profiles just to make sure that, like, the person whose tweet that I liked is not, like, a bad person, like, as though that reflects me as if I'm looking through every single fucking, you know everything all the time and it's just like it 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 starts to feel like just a like dreadful job you know it's starting to Uh, feel like a job it's very depressing what you mean yeah i agree i mean it's good that at least we're getting paid for it exactly they pay you after (laughs) you make uh forty thousand followers it's just like youtube right yeah um I mean, because I feel like it, it's its this fear that's been instilled in me where it's like uh, uh, some political person will retweet some joke or something like that. And they'll be like, uh, Pete Buttigieg just retweeted a proud boy. And it's just like, well, he, he's not like looking for this shit or maybe he is and he's a bad. But like, I, I don't know. But it's like I, I do feel like that fear instilled in me and like someone's gonna notice that i i liked the wrong tweet and they're gonna hate me for it and it won't even be the content it'll be like this person's a bad person and it's like i it, it's so tiring i i don't know what to do anymore you know it's exhausting yeah it do be like that it do yeah there, there's so much like damage control you have to do and it's just like sometimes you just want to retweet like just something somebody posts and they just go on twitter and get drunk and that's it you know yeah, I don't have to like spend the next like fifty minutes like sussing out their ideology. Right. Yeah. There. I mean, there is like a really kind of dark, empty feeling you get when you're on someone's page to vet whether it's okay to retweet them, and then you're like yeah. three scrolls I, down, and you're like, "Why am I doing this?" I get yeah. it. Yeah, I do it too. It's just like, oh man, I hate this. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. This this person's a, a sock dem instead of a dem sock. They're canceled. And it's like, ah, man, okay. I, and I'm just here. <laughs> I just want to do my laundry. Yeah, I'm laundry pilled. <laughs> I'm trying to wash my socks, you sock dems. Yeah. I didn't make the connection until you said that. <laughs> it's a little- yeah, as soon as I said to them, like, I should have fucking brought up socks again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all these sock puppet accounts are trying to keep me from washing my foot stuff, uh, laundry. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Punishment wise, I guess I guess this is another uh, self flagellation of uh, fucking. I gotta, I guess, punish myself because I'm doing this, you know. But punish the people who make you that way. Who that's just everybody. That's just how the internet works. Punish the internet. 
Uh, Mr. Here, I got, I, mean, I got one. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, uh, please step down, sir. Is I think or at Jack, whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I when they call him sir, it's that's. I mean, people have been doing that with Trump for a long time, and it's been dumped right. on enough. But it's very funny because it's like this. It's like a <laughs> military style sense of humor. Like when people say, "Like with all due respect," <laughs> it just sucks. Yeah, I indulge in it though. Not relatable. Yeah. So, uh, moving along though, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops, if this is your first time here, uh, we uh, investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories every single week. And then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. So let's talk about the celebrities because the celebrities are at it again. Would you believe it? Uh, this week, celebrities are stripping down butt naked to bring attention to ballots and encourage voters to follow the vote by mail instructions. Now, so this is for anyone who's still on the fence. I, I just want to say you can... Um, you can watch this video and maybe you'll say, huh, maybe I, I can make a difference. <laughs> I'm naked. I'm completely butt ass naked. I'm naked. Why are you in a car? I'm naked. There isn't a man behind me. These are my hands. Why you want me to be naked? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Ruffalo, um, put your clothes on. To be honest, I wish I could cover my hands with my boobs, but here we are. I'm here to talk to you about voting. Did you know that ballots could be naked? And if you don't do exactly what I tell you, your ballot could get thrown out. This is uh, my ballot. I just got it. Sarah Silverman's all, dad. When your ballot comes, Ew. you're supposed to read the instructions. Gross. And follow the instructions that come with your ballot. If they say to use a black pen, uh, use a black pen. I know that's like literally the least sexy thing completely naked person. Who is Josh? Get? I don't even know who this is. I have no idea. Obviously, placement for Borat too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he's the one you would expect to be naked, and then he's not. Nothing is worse than like when it's supposed. You can tell it's supposed to be like hilarious. Like, oh my God, Sarah Silverman's dad. He's so old and wow. It was not that funny. Get those things out ASAP. Like now, do it. Get it in as soon as you can. I gotta yeah, get this. Sucks. I hate this. Is it just me or is Chris Rock sounding more like David Lee Bahar from Tim and Eric? Take your clothes off and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Everyone's voice matters in this election. Please vote. America needs you. Oh, she shook her hands she off her, her boobs, down, folks. ladies and gentlemen. Man. I remember, like, being young and thinking comedians were cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> this sucks. There's probably a, a good face to miss out on, Grant. Yeah. Fuck, man. I mean, this is where we all end up. If, we, if we're lucky enough to get successful, you end up in uh, just hell. You know, and we're already I, in hell, so. I don't okay. believe I don't believe some of them. I bet Mark Ruffalo is wearing like a pair of shorts or something. I'm not I'm not buying the whole I'm yeah. naked. No, no, I don't buy it. Yeah. Show us your dicks if you want us to vote <laughs> that bad. I don't think you want us to yeah. vote. Hmm. I mean, why don't they? I mean, you have to be 18 plus to vote. You got to be 18 plus to see Mark Ruffalo's dick. That's a good point. It makes sense. True. True. Mark Ruffalo's dick go to the polls. <laughs> 
Christ. I'm surprised that they didn't do like a, you know, how about an OnlyFans, but for democracy or something like that. Try to cash in on the new. One one of the replies might have something like that, I'm sure. That, yeah, that'd be like a better. Honestly, if they wanted to make some sort of change that wasn't just like fucking three dudes on a podcast making fun of them, uh, they should do like an OnlyFans page for these celebrities and say, hey, you'll get all this content if you prove to us that you register to vote. Take a picture of your registration and send it in. I'm saying because, you know, like the idea of democracy is pretty much a farce at this point. Everyone knows the jig is kind of up or whatever, except for these people, I guess. But like, you know, if if it's that important that people vote and then they vote for Biden and the Trump is beaten or whatever, I, my thing with like the libs and the boomers and stuff lately has just been like, pay me money to do it. Like, if you think it's that important, just give me some of your right. money because they're all rich and shit. And uh, I want to sell my vote for like $900. I don't care about the, you know, the presidential check slot because I live in New York and I understand how the electoral college works, but these right. people, you know, I want them to put their money where their mouth is. And I looked into it. People do this in other countries <laughs> where things are much more shady and out in the open, like in Mexico, they uh they use Amazon gift cards to get around the, like the legality of giving someone money or whatever. So, I mean, fuck your nudes. Give me money and I'll vote for the man. Or uh, I mean, how, yeah, how I would rather. Uh, no, you go. You go ahead. No, I go ahead. No, yeah, you can. Grant, I already forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want. I just didn't want to say what I was going to say. Well, now you have to say it. Fuck. No, I was going to say uh uh. Uh, Sarah Silverman, uh, hit me up. Slide into those DMs, girl. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I, I can see, I can see why you were. I can see why you wanted me to take that one. Yeah, it's pretty rude of you that you didn't. But uh, now you can say what you were going to say. So, uh, like I said, it's gone. But I want to. How about we quote our friend Dilbert text in the chat here? He says, "If I ain't seen Sil- uh, Sarah Silverman's dad's dick, then I'm not voting." <laughs> Pass. Release the dad better. dick. You said it. And I think that the punishment here, um, just maybe people would vote if the celebrities like went away. Because like ever since this pandemic started, they, they have been so annoying. Like yeah. that imagine bullshit that started and ever I'm, since they I'm surprised they didn't start singing Imagine at the end of this video, I'll be completely <laughs> and, honest. And, well am I naked. wrong or has Sarah Silverman been involved in like every single one of these like viral campaigns? Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. She seems like she's really available for this sort of stuff. Honestly, what I think it is with her, because like I like her. I She's a good comic. It's she seems well intentioned, but just like Gen X libs just it's not even entirely their fault. I think I think they were thrust into this world at the end of history with just zero like instructions on how to make anything work or be better. So, you know, they're all just yelling vote at us in like all caps. They won't even specify who they want us to vote for. And they're all like, right. it, I, they seem frustrated in the way that like, you know, Principal Skinner on The Simpsons described the dumb kids as like, oh, they furrow their brow and they ball up their fists and they don't know, you know, <laughs> they seem like they really don't know. And she seems like she really thinks that this is working. And that 
is more forgivable than the rest of them who I think actually know their history. And you're like, you know, shut up. Like you're actually arguing uh, with me about communism or something. You're an asshole, you know? Oh, you gotta love this stuff, man. So let's, uh, what should we get to next here? Well, uh, you, you brought up, yeah, uh, you, you, you're already clicking it. Uh, you said that this video is good for the, uh, the undecideds amongst us. Uh, you know, who's, who else is an undecided amongst us is a Ken bone. Oh, Ken bone. Of course. You remember him? Famous. Who could could forget Ken Bone, who called into episode 50 of Thought Cops? (laughs) Did he really? Never called in again. Yeah, Yeah. we we just kept harassing him and like he left us a voicemail. And I just remember because we had we had a few people over recording the episode and we didn't tell anyone. And I just like hit play on the vote on the voicemail from Ken Bone. And like everybody in the room's jaws just dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Like it, it was like it was more effective than any celebrity getting naked. It was just like the fact that Ken Bone said the word Thought Cops and we're like, oh, my. My God, Ken, show us that bone for democracy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, let's baby. get out there and uh, make it happen. We want to yeah. see your big, beautiful human submarine of a penis. <laughs> God, Ken Bone should do it like a nude celebrity thing where his issue is being undecided. Like they're a group of oppressed people. <laughs> being undecided is beautiful, just like my body. He's wearing the red vest but no pants or something. <laughs> I'm picturing so, him doing that, the uh, the George Costanza on the couch wearing just a pair of briefs <laughs> yeah. and the red sweater. So this Newsweek headline says, quote, red sweater guy Ken Bone from 2016 Town Hall says watching this year's debate is like watching your house burn down. Uh, Ken Bone be like, 2020 is a garbage fire. <laughs> man, I'm not gonna take this shit from a man who dresses like the Mr. Butler Tron character from Clone High. God, man, what's what's been up with the Clone High stuff on Twitter lately? Uh, I think they're bringing it back. They're like doing a new season or something. Okay, because I just like every day I go on there and I'm like, oh, another Clone High reference for some reason. Okay, so uh, yeah, Ken Bone is back in the news. Uh, obviously, he's um. Waiting on pins and needles to hear what we're going to say. So he is, as he says, still very undecided, even though he's saying it's like a uh, what's something else he would say about like the candidates that like a, a, a dumb millennial would say. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I can't I can't complete your joke for you. Yeah. <laughs> They're on fleek. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So he is just, yeah, he's back on, he's back online. He's saying, I'm not sure. And I I don't even know why anyone's even paying attention to this. Why are people concerned? Like, so all the I've seen on Twitter. I I changed my mind. I I got the perfect thing to say. And it's it's a quote from this Newsweek article. Uh, You asked, uh, what's a thing that like a millennial would say about this? And he says, uh, hit and miss with a lot more misses than hits. And then he puts his uh, hand on it on his chin and does the uh, that thing. The, the hit or miss. I guess they never miss. That huh? feels like more of a zoomer thing. It, is it? But that was <laughs> I've never heard of this one. That that like uh, that TikTok video of the hit or miss. I guess they never miss, and it's that anime girl, and she does that famous uh, hand on chin. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. As much as we'd all love to see Ken Bone recreate that, um, yeah, red, red sweater guy Ken Bone. How about uh, 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 
okay boomer girl video, but it's okay boner, and it's about Ken Bone. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So I, I want to read you the full quote from Ken Bone. He, he says, it's a difficult process to watch. It's like watching your own house burn down. But I feel like I owe it to people to watch. This guy thinks he's a fucking superhero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. We, get, we have to stop making micro celebrities out of these people. They go mad with power yeah. instantly. And he says here, for whatever dumb reason, some people will look to celebrities or famous people to try to get information. But if people are going to listen to me, I feel like I owe it to them to at least be a little bit informed and then also try to make it clear to them that everything I say is not gospel. It's just what I think. I mean, so for anyone listening that yeah, he's uh, Ken, Ken Bone is not a prophet. Don't don't <laughs> hang on his every word. I mean, like how full of himself does he have to be to even set up his argument this way though because he's coming out and going like listen i know you guys think i'm cool but you shouldn't just listen to everything i say you're a fucking spectacle you're a circus freak dude that reason you're famous (laughs) is out of hate and spite and meanness not because people think you're like a fucking cool guy also also i should point out that dilbert in the chat dilbert text did uh, point out something <laughs> that has developed since, I guess, the original Ken Bone controversy of this week, which right. is that he did announce that he's voting for Joe Jor- Joe Jorgensen, the fucking libertarian lady who got bit by a bat, and uh, he's getting all sorts of flack for for that. Which, like, you know, good. That's the stupid thing to do, right? Well, I just, oh man, I I, I can't. I think this might actually be worse than the celebrities thing. The fact that people oh, yeah, for care. Sure, yeah. I mean, I know the celebrity thing is cringe, but what is happening here? <laughs> I don't know. He's I, not even a celebrity. <laughs> I love this. Uh, this Newsweek article is like a full in-depth interview of like everything he thinks about it. They're going through like his thought process of like he endorsed Andrew Yang and how he's like, courting the opinion of both candidates like well what are they gonna do for me comma ken bone (laughs) it's like it's a longer article than it has any right to be ah man i mean if if ken bone dressed differently would people still recognize him you think or would he just be like another face in the crowd yeah i mean he's pretty pretty noticeable well but it's i guess like the vest though if if he it's just put on a t-shirt i would never you'd never know he's a little random schlubby looking guy just another schlub in belleville illinois which is apparently where he lives according to twitter yeah not doxing the guy it's out there it's public information <laughs> so i don't know the triplets of belleville what are we talking about ken bones <laughs> chins <laughs> that didn't even make sense no, it does. It does. <laughs> no, but I no Let's no just, one was talking about the triplets of Belleville, though. I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's a deep cut reference for anybody. That that was like a animated film, wasn't yeah, that's it? That's great. <laughs> anyone, yeah, anyone who remembers triplets of Belleville or Ken Bone, that one's for you. Yeah, people that love yeah. those two things will enjoy yeah. that joke. <laughs> a, su- a surprisingly large subset. Yeah. Uh, God, what the. 
I don't know, man. Anyway, let's just punish this. Uh, Ken Bone, I don't know. How much you want to bet he's going to try to run for office at some point, like a local, a local position, but you know, something. Yeah. I'm just angry that he has more Twitter followers than me. I'll be completely honest. (laughs) Were you on the one, uh, the one time appearance of the 2016 town hall presidential campaign? (laughs) I I don't think so. I should have been. I, all of his Twitter followers should just go to me. That's, I think, I think think that's a fair punishment. (laughs) I think if you own him hard enough, they have to give them to you. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta hand it to you. I also hate to keep diverting to the one person in the chat tonight, but he says Ken Bone has to actually watch his house burn down. It, it, it's not just like watching your house burn down. You're sitting there, you're smelling smoke. And by the time you get up, it's engulfed your your son's bedroom. And you know, don't get me wrong, your son's out of the room, but the house is very much uncontrollably on fire at this point. So turn off the TV, get out of the house and go vote. <laughs> Usually there are a couple more people in the chat, but uh, Dilbert gets the the fucking specialty treatment today because he's the only person in here, and he's a, he's a new patron too. So you know we, we want to make him feel warm and welcome, and we also are both probably very tired today and letting him just kind of run the show for us. So I, I've also had three white claws, so uh, I'm I'm feeling a little loopy. There you go, getting white girl um, wasted over here. Let's see what should we what should we get to next year, Grant. <laughs> Dilbert uh, just said, "I am very drunk." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yes, King. Uh, shit. Um, God, there's there's a lot of good stuff. We already talked about the bug landing on Mike Pence's head. We don't have to fucking talk about that. I, I mentioned that. The, that's all. Yeah, by the, the time this episode comes out, this like no one's gonna even know what that oh, is. It's gonna be like uh, <laughs> left shark or something. Millions God, of years. I old. don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it was um, uh, it was a thing of the day a couple years huh. ago, maybe four or five. Fascinating. I actually, I got actually, I got one here. I want to talk about. Yeah, it's a it. uh, a non political one. So let me just link. The, it's a video here. We'll watch it in the chat. Hey, I need you to come take that trash out real quick. I'm in the middle of an online game, but can I do it right after? I'm Absolutely out? not. Let's go. Hold up. Hold up, Paris. Let me explain something real quick, just in case oh, y'all God. didn't know. Online games, that's like if she was playing a real game and I made her say, Mr. Referee, can you pause the <laughs> game real quick and let me have her come over here and take the trash out and let all of her teammates down? Here's the deal with online games. Oh, it's the same rules. thing. You can't pause an online game and she's got teammates that she's going to let down <laughs> yeah. if you just have her come take out the trash right now when we know that trash can wait this, for 10, 15 minutes. This is so clearly about the, the guy's is. wife interrupting him that. while he's playing video. <laughs> Please come take the trash out. Deal? Deal. Deal? <laughs> so this is a, uh, a dad on TikTok. I, I haven't gone to his account, but I'm assuming there's more parenting advice kind of videos on there so yeah this is a uh, a staged situation where his daughter is playing online games he asked her to take the trash out and instead of forcing her to you know obviously you can't pause during an online game uh he says okay well when your match is over you gotta take out the trash which you know that seems reasonable you know it's like i mean when i was a kid you know i didn't have online games but you know, if you're in the middle of a cut scene or something, it's like I, I can't pause. I can't pause. I'm gonna, you know, I, I can't. I can't do the dishes right now. So you know, this is just uh, seems pretty reasonable. And a lot of the replies are like, "Yeah, he should have beat that kid." In the, uh, for what the situation he set up clearly as like a <laughs> fake thing. 
Right. Or like even in general, like if that was like, yeah, I see like there's like people posting like a uh, gifts of like granddad from the boondocks whipping his kids. People that are like that vehemently pro beating your kid are so deranged and like clearly there's this paradoxical thing where they're always like, I my dad beat me with a fucking toaster and I, I'm smart. And it's like, <laughs> are you like, are you well adjusted? You're. It doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't be screaming at people on the internet about this if you were like supposedly right. such a good product of this system. Right. Uh, so I, go ahead. I didn't know that this video was going to come up uh, because I, you know, I, what I didn't like, I didn't do my homework before we uh, fucking uh, record the episode. I'm just like, yeah, we'll talk about it on the show. I actually have like a very personal experience with like this exact situation, which is like. Uh, and uh, I'm drunk enough to not like spill, you know, my own family secrets or whatever. Like, I, I, okay. I, I don't care or to do it. I mean, um, I'm not drunk enough to, co- to complete a sentence correctly. Uh, but, or, or am I? <laughs> but uh no i i had one of these instances come up which uh ended up in like my dad threatening me to like that he was gonna like have me locked up in a fucking like psych ward because i didn't <laughs> i didn't want to take the trash out in the middle of a video game like there's fucking abusive crazo parents out there and the idea that people are mad at this guy for like just sort of reasonably going like hey we're gonna communicate we're gonna set boundaries like like Jake said about like yeah, my dad used to beat me with the toaster and I'm well adjusted. It's like I'm not fucking well adjusted. I'm depressed as shit because I had to deal with like fucking having a terrible fucking parent, you know? Yeah, if my dad ever told me that he was going to lock me up in an insane asylum while I was playing video games, I would show him that I am playing Arkham Asylum and that I know how to break <laughs> out of insane asylums <laughs> from playing video games. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, it seems like a pretty reasonable response to a situation and the comments are seemingly pretty negative for some Dude, reason. I I don't know if it just means that, like, all of society is bad because too many people got hit as kids <laughs> or that, like, none of these people in these comments got hit as kids. And they're just like, yeah, no, it's uh, it's be- like we should be doing that. And it's like you didn't have to fucking experience it, assholes. Yeah, you didn't have yeah, to like, fucking all this deal stuff, with this shit. Yeah, all this stuff is just like, yeah, this is what happens when you try to be best friends with your kid. It's very, that's a very like boomer culture war kind of thing. I mean, all it is, is it's, it's essentially just, you know, old man crank shit. Oh, kids today are, are you know, they're, they suck. They're not being raised right, but it's disguised through this lens of like, edgy Dennis Leary type shit where you're like dunking on them, but it's just it's you're just a fucking angry old person. That guy's actually pretty cool. He seems like he understands video games and sports and he's like kind of doing like a sketch, but he's a redneck. Great. All those (laughs) things at the same time. Incredible. Yeah, I mean the comments, I don't know. Yeah, this just kind of sucks to read, but Anyway, um, yeah, this has been coming up a lot on Twitter this week, so figured I'd bring it in. It, it is weird, too, though, because uh, like Jake said, it's it's like a, a boomer mentality. But the thing is, we we hate boomers like we we spend all our time fucking like making fun of boomers and like 
telling them that they're stupid and that we're not going to listen to them. And we just like adapt all of the same shit that they did because they did it and they turned out the way that they turned out. And so we want to turn out the way that they, and it's just like, but you, you want to be a boomer, which is a thing that you hate. I guess at the end, we all turn into what we hate, right? Yeah. Not this guy. (laughs) Just like true detective. Fair enough. Yeah. How how long can you hunt a monster before com- becoming a monster? And by hunt a yeah. monster, I mean how long can you make fun of boomers on the internet before you are a boomer? <laughs> yeah, it's the eternal question. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us are breaking out the uh, grills during quarantine, so... Yeah, we took the grill pill. It's only a matter of time. Uh, but yeah, I think the punishment here is uh, this guy, uh, they should... <laughs> They should make this guy's skin in Fortnite. <laughs> he kind of looks like a Fortnite character, <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? Dude. He does gesture like one. Yeah, like his haircut is—I don't know—everything about him. Like I don't—I don't play Fortnite, but from what I've seen, from like what the characters look like, yeah, he look—I could see him like doing a dab or a floss or what have you and shooting people. I think I, they owe it to him. Yeah, I got another another punishment, um, uh, which is if you're if you're commenting on this that this girl's playing a video game and the dad's like, "Hey, could you take the trash out?" and she says, "I can't pause right now." I'm uh I'm a uh I'm playing an online game. Can I do it in like five minutes or whatever? And you're like, you should hit that kid. Um, uh, my punishment to the people in the comments that are making those comments is, I I go to your house and I hit you <laughs> in Minecraft, in Minecraft, in, in Minecraft, Minecraft. Yeah. idiots. Yeah, I kick your ass at video games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's move along here though to key to the city. Something cool, something nice, something good. We saw this week. My key to the city goes to, uh, I think this was on Twitter, posted by at Lumpy the Cook, uh, posted a series of 2000s era photos of something awful goons. Oh, yeah. This is just great because like, I think I saw somebody retweet it where they were saying like, there is like something so specific about like just a guy who goes on the computer in the mid 2000s <laughs> where it's like these guys weren't worried about their fucking aesthetic and all this other bullshit <laughs> right they were just like they're just like if you look at these guys you kind of get it like they're not like your typical i don't know like dork or nerd like you can t- kind of tell There's- they all have like this like weird sense of humor but they all are kind of like i don't know they they're just they're just living life they want to live and uh there's a lot of great photos in here, and a lot of it's pretty nostalgic for me because uh, I also spent a lot of time uh, online back in the mid 2000s. And a lot of this stuff, like, there's pictures of people like partying at like anime cons and stuff. And I'm like right. remembering, like, it's making me nostalgic for like just like 2000s era like anime con culture and just all. I don't know. It just it's so wholesome in a way that I haven't seen on Twitter in a while. Where it's just it's I don't know. Someone all, did like, say. Someone did say, like, uh, I, I saw a tweet of this that was like, people just like don't look like this anymore. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I haven't seen people that look like this in a long time. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't There is still. OK, I took this. I, I saw this the other day, actually, just apropos right. of all this. And I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I think I enjoyed it for more of a shot in Freud type situation, because from my uh-huh. from my estimation, a lot of people who are now like like culture makers who are now like in charge of you know online which is our entire world now especially because of quarantine um have like adopted a new cool image in the way that like a chris hardwick type is like you know i used to be a nerd but now i'm cool or whatever 
And right. I thought it was yeah. very funny because it pointed out the glaring reality that a lot of these people are, you know, were like hot topic shirt, can't sleep, clowns will eat me type people like, you know, a good 15 right. years ago or whatever, which is funny. And, you know, they should have some humility about it or whatever. But also to your point about no one looking like this anymore, I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't know how much you guys work the road and you do stand up, but like there, there are small towns where people still kind of wear jinkos and shit and they like, you know, play tool on the jukebox at the bar and stuff. And there's <laughs> hell yeah, they're, they're out there. It's not entirely. I, I can see that. And I feel like a lot of like current online culture did spawn from something awful. So it's like a lot of these guys were, like there's there's some, like uh, Aaron Hansen from uh, Game Grumps is in here, dude. Somebody told me that like the Brunigs are from like the something awful forums, which is really weird, dude. It's crazy, uh-huh. like so many fucking people. Um, but yeah, they're just like it's like a lost era. It's they're all taken with these like low grade digital cameras. They just have a very specific look to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's my key to the city. Uh, Jake, what'd you have for us? Something cool, something good, something nice. Oh, yeah, totally. So you guys can play it on your thing. Obviously, I can't play it on mine, but I've already seen it, and it's not really like that linear, so it doesn't matter. But um, the fly thing just reminded me. I was thinking about flies. I'm you know, an idiot, and I was up late trying to think of fly jokes when it was happening, and uh, it just reminded me of a, a, a brain worm. Not a brain ear, earworm, not a brain worm. Brain worm is what you call someone on the internet. Earworm is the term for when you have a song <laughs> stuck in your head. Um, it reminded me of a, a song I had stuck in my head a while back, years ago, when I went down a wormhole. Um, I, this is kind of basic, actually. Like, I know that this is a thing that everyone knows about Simpsons shit posting by now, but I just, yeah. there's an account that I really got into, a YouTube account. Uh, who makes these like really cool musical loops out of stuff from the Simpsons. And there's a really good one of a clip of Mo where he's giving a funk self defense class. And he goes, uh, you know, if someone's dissing on your fly girl, just give him one of these or whatever. But he mm-hmm. loops it and he makes just really cool pulsing music over it. And like, it's got Mo dancing in the video and stuff. And I enjoyed it very unironically and very wholesomely. Yeah, let's uh, give it a quick watch here. Someone's dissing on your fly girl. <laughs> yeah. Dankmas. Yeah. Uh, shout out to whoever that is, Dankmas, that makes these. He's got a cool channel. There's like a bunch of them. All right, here's the 411, folks. Say some gangster is dissing your fly girl. Just give him one of these. There it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> his movements in this video are so good. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons Wave is still going pretty strong. Yeah, it's one of those things that like, every, like people know about. You know, this is when it was early. I think it was kind of a sacred, like, cool thing, but it didn't get ruined by being more popular. I think these things have, like, The Simpsons just has this internal quality to it where, like, yeah, it's always enjoyable. Yeah. Everyone of a certain age has, like, Simpsons brain where, like, all of the lines are just kind of stuck in your head and stuff, so, like, 
you're able to do new and interesting things with sound bites that an entire generation kind of has, you know, burned into their right. mind and stuff. You couldn't do this and that does like sort a of. show no one, like, you know, only some people have seen, like a cult thing or something. Right. Yeah, I mean, Simpsons is, like, so ingrained into American culture in a way. I don't know. It just, it feels like, like, sitting down, like, after dinner or, like, during dinner after school, like, watching Simpsons just, like, feels like a, like a pure American thing to me, at least. And I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to that in some extent. It also fits pretty well into like the whole like vaporwave aesthetic of like, uh, like having this like nostalgia for like a a time, you know, that has long passed and uh, uh, something about like the, the color scheme of the Simpsons and, you know, the, the, the sort of dulled contrasts and shit like that while mixed with, you know, these these pulsating beats and shit like that. It, it just it fits together way better than it should. Yeah, because that vaporwave mm-hmm. shit uses a sound that we're used to hearing in crappy infomercials, but then gets like really exactly, artistic yeah. with it. And it just creates this interesting ambiance that's like, um, I don't know, it's like beautiful, but it's also like uh, a 90s computer, like at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Grant, what'd you have for us? Two minutes, or, uh, <laughs> I keep screwing it up. Key to the city, the end of the show. That's the part we're on. Uh, yes. Um, hold on one second. Uh, just want to make sure this doesn't play. Uh, my two minutes of, uh, good is, uh, this video that, uh, IO Nutrunner from the chat and from the Discord and from the Discord news segment of the, uh, voicemails, um, he he was trying to get me to watch this video for like two or three weeks, and I did my thing of like, yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, remind me tomorrow, and then I never watched it. And then I was sitting down one day and I was doing laundry, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch this video. Um, it's called the Human Bean, <laughs> and it's by this guy Bo Miles B E A U Miles, and um, it it's. He he does a uh, an ultra marathon, which I got one coming up at the end of fucking October. Um, fifty uh, k, just just like in the video, and he eats nothing but beans, canned beans for forty days, and it sounds stupid, and it is stupid. But I was watching it, and it, it's a very like beautifully done documentary. All of his videos are like really well produced, and it it has this like effect of uh like um it it has this uh effect of like a a a a man who's going through something like he's he's going through a process a journey of of change by eating nothing but beans and then doing a uh, an ultra marathon at the end having eating nothing but beans and and learning something about himself in the world and it it was very much like reflective of like Wow, this is like what I do, you know, like, I don't no, I don't I don't eat beans, but th- this is the type of the shit that I would do that I would put myself through is just some fucking month long adventure, minus the fact that I'm not good at like video editing or anything like that. But it's it's very good. It's it's very heartwarming. Um, The guy's a very good narrator. He's a likable person. Uh, It's worth it. It's like a 25 minute video if anyone wants to take a look at it. Let's let's watch the whole thing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Want to watch like a minute of it though? <laughs> um, if not, nah, it's it's not even. Just look it up. It's not even. Okay. Yeah, it's a little dry at first. Interesting. So, all right. Yeah. Well, maybe I will fall asleep tonight to the human being. 
<laughs> <laughs> it's it's fascinating. I, I liked it a lot. One of my friends is just telling me about uh, a crazy comedian he knows in Boston who's like a MAGA guy who started doing uh, this thing called like the Pledge of Allegiance Challenge where he just films himself doing the Pledge of Allegiance like every day over and over again. My God. Yeah. That's, that sounds productive. Yeah. Human beings much cooler. It's, it's, it's very much cooler <laughs> on many metrics. Uh, so moving right along, though, to our Thought Cops Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is copium. This is the gas you huff when you have to cope hard. <laughs> something's, not, something's not going your way. Huff that copium. <laughs> right. Do you I like that it's it's shown as a gas, but like you don't you don't take opium in the form of like a gas, but it's always portrayed as a gas. Yeah, it's always like a little uh yeah. bojack with the uh a little mask, mask on Yeah, you smoke yeah. opium. Yeah, I don't know. I, I to be honest, I never even made the connection to opium until you said it. <laughs> I just saw them like with the tank labeled copium and I'm like, Yeah, you're gonna need that. When things uh, don't go your way. <laughs> Cope is a new weird one. I feel like that popped up recently. Yeah, yeah. It, big time, especially with politics. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> cope much? Which is cope just, harder. Yeah, that, that's my favorite thing is when you, you make like a nuanced argument as to why something should or shouldn't be a certain way and someone goes, <laughs> cope. And it's just like, all right, man. I, okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Good. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's a pretty stupid word. I, I feel like you could, you could just say that at any time to anyone. Yeah, and it's like oh, I got you because you're coping. Yeah. What you mean? I'm doing the the thing that like the existential crisis of being alive as a human causes you to do all the time. Yeah, right. You're coping too. You know, we're all coping. Unless you're Doctor <laughs> Manhattan, you're not coping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he actually got uh radiated with copium that's why he's <laughs> yeah, like that he's too, Jesus. he's too chill that's why he's blue <laughs> uh before we get to our final segment of the show which is our listener voicemails uh jake plug everything you got your twitter social media podcast all that good i stuff. am at feral jokes all one word feral like an animal jokes like jokes on all social media my podcast about politics i do with comedians is called pod damn america and uh my podcast i was talking about earlier uh, about also about comedy and stuff is called why you mad and uh i think that's it i'm not touring anymore for the time being so check me out online do it i dare you cope 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 with me <laughs> cope with my existence on the internet cope with me would be a good name of a podcast <laughs> that would be yeah the straight cope i call uh-huh. it that's that's my side project i call it no take backs uh you it's all yours it's all you got what you about got how about a meme of the wojack guy but he's from the midwest so he's wearing like a minnesota shirt or something and it's ope it's just him saying Oh, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. I would work. I would work. I'm going to say that next time I get into a fight with somebody from the Midwest. Oh, Parter. <laughs> Take that opium. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. <laughs> <It doesn't... laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's hit those voicemails here. If you want to give us a call, our number is 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Let's listen. 
This is the Discord news for this week. Sleep Science posted a picture of his new haircut in hashtag general. <laughs> it looks good, King. <laughs> the topic of the week in hashtag the food network has been pot pies. Although there was no agreement whether chicken or pork is traditional, everyone agreed that pot pies are delicious, even if they're not technically pies. Grant shared the story of a friend with BPD and almost moved in with him and became his platonic boyfriend during the That's first month. That's not exactly what happened. Spakubian Devil posted a message with over a dozen gulp emojis as a response. <laughs> Speaking of the gulp emoji, it's now emoji of the week. In hashtag wow. American, what an Kevin honor. realized what everyone has been thinking for weeks. After bringing up Mario 64 once again, he realized that he indeed talked about Mario games enough. Mario, motherfucker! <laughs> Grant announced the ordering of his new laptop. We here at Discord News hope that it lasts long and will be used in making the show even better. Thank you. In hashtag ThoughtCops, Spook wholesome. admitted yeah. to not having good ideas for voicemails. This is false. He is simply scared to leave one. Yosef was called a breeder by straight people in hashtag RealPolitics. That's it. That's the joke. <coughs> this week's Discord News has been presented to you by the most doxed man on the server <laughs> and bone school Deadrunner. These keep getting better and better. Yeah, once again, yeah, this, yeah, Jake, we have a, this is how, if you can figure out, uh, Discord news. We got a lot of, uh, a lot of crazy happenings in here every single week. Uh, as you can see, we have, um, people are debating pot pies. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Right. Yeah. People are missed, uh, 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 they're getting Mario's name wrong. They're misnaming him. I was trying to make it woke. They're misgendering him. No, they're just, getting mario's name wrong it's mario yeah on this week's rnn discord news Fraulein mama yosef tells everyone to go to sleep at 11 o'clock fuck my dick bitch fuck you <laughs> all right i guess that was a addendum uh, of sorts to the discord I, news <laughs> okay so this guy they've been feuding and he's been <laughs> leaving voicemails that were of higher quality so then the, the two discord news guys made their quality better and then he leaves this from the inside of a bathroom stall. <laughs> I see. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, what, so I guess... What a uh, strange, strange community we've somehow <laughs> developed. Somebody said go to bed at 11 o'clock and uh, people weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> These are adults, folks. <laughs> why are they all... Why do they all sound like the dad from the Brack show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a very good question. I think because uh, I, I like to see myself. I got a little bit that's, of brack in me. That's our target audience. Go to bed. It is, Go it to is bed. Available. One of the guys is German, so I guess that's that's something, I guess. Hey, who do you think ruined the world more? Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg? I'm leaning towards Zuckerberg just that like mentally psychically damaged the world way more but I'd like to hear your thoughts um yeah i would say probably him mm, interesting know. question i mean yeah D D zuckerberg is the material you know warlock and then right or i'm sorry i got it the other way around bezos is the material and then zuckerberg is like yeah the psychic enemy um i guess it, the question is are our lives more physically fucked up or mentally right now? It's a tough call. I, before coronavirus, I would have said mentally for sure. Yeah, it's a bit of a coin toss at this point. Yeah, I don't know. What if they kissed? <laughs> oh, there's something. That's my answer to that. I, 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 think, uh, I think Zuckerberg, I saw he had that 
uh, photos from his baby shower or his wife's baby shower or whatever. But right. it was like, dude, doesn't he lay eggs? Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what is it like uh, a quarter of all uh, fucking uh, Internet traffic goes through Facebook, including probably Amazon to a large extent. I'd, I'd say it's probably Facebook. I think Facebook's the. But yeah, there's the 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 material versus the immaterial, and uh, it's it's really uh, you know it's the the yin and the yang, baby. It's it's both. They coexist. So he, uh, Bezos seems like a human that wants to be an alien, and Zuckerberg's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess for the, for the sake of argument, I'll go Zuckerberg. Hi, Thought Cops and Jake. Uh, question for Jake. What anime have you been watching lately? Thanks. Bye. Cool. Okay. I never knew you for an anime guy. Uh, I'm not really. I dabble a little bit. My uh, co-host, Patak, has an anime podcast, so I watch a little bit yeah. to try to understand my friend. And uh, <laughs> also... That's, that's kind of how me, me and Grant... Yeah, like I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I'm like a basic guy when it comes to it. I enjoy Cowboy Bebop a lot and stuff, and I try to dip my yeah. toes in here and there and see what the weirder shit is about. And I've been watching Doro Hidoro, the the Netflix Ooh, one, where one. the guy's got a weird alligator head a lot. And I've been enjoying it, although I have no idea really what I'm watching. Visually <laughs> very cool, though. Definitely. Yeah. That, and then I just watch Dragon uh, Ball whenever Alex makes me watch it for his podcast. It's for the content. That's like I mean, honestly, I've gotten Grant to watch a lot of anime for the content. Yeah, I'll I'll do it for the content and for little else, really. I mean, you're a fool if you consume anything for any other reason these days. That's true. Yeah, the wheel needs blood. You know. Hey, it's your boy Brandon Kirkman calling hey. to say hey. I'm bidding on Warhammer 40k miniatures on eBay, so I'm in a good place mentally. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right. I saw Jake Flores on great Twitter stuff. Big fan. Uh, so I'm going to ask, uh, fuck, Mary kill Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Pete Buttigieg, chat one. What is the end of this? He's flushing the toilet. Yeah, see, at least he's honest about recording it. you got to be committed to the craft, though. Very important. All right, I like it. So fuck, Mary kill, Biden, he said Biden, Harris, and Buttigieg. Okay. Um shit. I guess let's go let's go through it in order. I would fuck um uh I guess I would fuck Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Somebody in the room here can only hear my end of this podcast and just bust it out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Just zero context. Uh, <laughs> it all comes out. Yeah. That's what we're for. I mean, God. <laughs> I mean, just to I to make a point, I guess. I don't know, because he seems sexless and robotic, and I right. think it might stop him from doing some of the evil things that he's up to. Like, you know, you teaching a robot to love sort of situation. <laughs> uh, <Right. laughs> and uh, I, I think I would, uh, I would kill Kamala because she's a cop and she's, and you can't kill Biden because he's going to die soon anyway. It would be a, it's like a, a waste of a good kill. 
you know? Of course. You're, you wanna, you're gonna want it to count, you know? Yeah. What's the point? Um, yeah, so I'd marry Joe Biden. I think he would be very loving to me, and I, I disagree with him on a lot of things politically, but I think he would be, you know, my rock. He'd be a guy you could count on. <laughs> I would say, uh, I would say, uh, fuck Kamala, <laughs> kill Buttigieg, and marry Biden for, uh, you know, you're not going to have to do it for long. So. Oh, also, yeah, you yeah, get I'm, to be a black widow yeah. if you marry Biden because he's going to die soon. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with Kevin. That's that would also that's my answer. All right. Well, that just about does it here. Uh, again, if you want to give us a call, leave us your own voicemail. It's 312-788-7361. And like I said, you can send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Jake, thanks again for coming back on the show. Oh, man. anytime. Yeah, appreciate it. Always a great time to return and compete and- in the halls of Thought Cops. <laughs> let's make that happen uh, thanks everybody for listening if you want to support the show you can throw us a few bucks get some bonus content over at patreon.com slash thought cops we'll see you next time bye bye bye